I have been a boy mom for 18 years, which is really crazy because I have an adult son. (laughs) But I had little boys at one time, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about some tips for being a boy mom. Welcome to Ask Andrea, a podcast about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea. You probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good balance of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content all over the socials as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you and answer all your questions. Let's rock and roll. First, let's just get this out there. You're going to have to get used to stinky bodily things. <laughs> You're just not going to get away from like, boogers and farts and obsessively saying the word, but you're just going to have to deal <laughs> because boys can be gross <laughs> and stinky. But thank goodness for showers. Also, don't expect him to be all into the memory keeping thing when he gets older. I always say now that I'm just really making these scrapbooks for their future wives, because that's the person who is going to want to see pictures of them as little boys and maybe their kids. I mean, yes, they will, but I'm not really making these scrapbook pages for them. These are these are my stories in the way that I see my kids. Uh, so they are for me. But as far as legacy is concerned, um, their wives are going to be the ones I feel that are going to appreciate them. Uh, on that note, pray for their future wives. I, I do this. And it, this was a, a tip given to me when my kids were much smaller. Um, about praying for who they will eventually be with. I I believe that that person is, you know, has already been decided. Um, they have either met or they haven't, but I feel like it's really important for me as um, the future mother-in-law to pray for that woman because she's going to be my daughter too at some point. Uh Here's another tip is I should be numbering these because it does, it helps with like the flow of <laughs> of going to the next thing. So let me try to keep track here of uh of my numbers. Number 4. Get on their level. This is such, this was a hard thing to do for me physically um because I'm not I'm not the kind of mom that had an easy time like getting on the ground and playing um I, I just, it's not really a strength of mine, but what I could do was connect to their level. I could connect to the things that they loved. So I learned how to build Lego creations. Uh, I, I love cars. And so Gibson loves cars and we love to talk about cars, um, but figure out the things that they like and then talk to them about that so that, um, you know, when there, when there are times that, that the conversations become uncomfortable, you have a little bit 
um, to, to fall back on. You have some, some very surface level things to fall back on, um, that you have in common or that you know that they like. You may not have to like those things, um, but know their language. Like I, I learned how to speak Fortnite <laughs> and Minecraft and, um, Gibson loves cars at this point so much he's he's working on cars and so he wants to talk to me about um exhaust things and airflow and you know exotic models of of foreign cars like I just give me a 65 Mustang let's talk about that but he you know so I have ha- I have learned um much more about cars than I thought I wanted to. (laughs) Number five, they can be sensitive and they are going to have emotions. Um, So recognizing that not all boys are this tough kind of thing all the time, especially when they're littler, but even the ones who are a little bit more sensitive when they are younger will still be sensitive when they get older. And that's, that's definitely Marshall. He was much more sensitive. Uh, Gibson was able to kind of let things roll and move forward. And Marshall kind of internalizes things and hangs on to them and then shows emotion. So, and he's, he's going to be 12 and he still gets teary eyed at certain shows or basically anything that has to do with dogs. (laughs) He will cry. Um, but just recognize that they, they are going to have, emotions that come out even when they get older. And we have to be kind of ready for that. Um, seeing your 17 year old kid, you know, cry over like a girl, it's, it's, um, <laughs> you kind of, you've got to be sensitive to that. Uh, number six, let their dad or their closest male figure talk to them about their private parts, like how they work. But, you know, showing him that you're not weird about saying penis, because he'll think it's hilarious. And that's always a good way to break the ice. Um, Number seven, let him open the door for you. Remind him to do it before he gets to the door. Uh, You know, I taught my boys really young and and Matt did too, but I'm out with them by myself more than we're all out together. So I would have to remind them before we got to the door, remember to open the door for me or anyone else that's there. Or, you know, if you see someone coming up to the door that you know that they're going to get there first, nudge, nudge him and say, run up to the door and open it, you know, and then it just gets them in the habit because they don't know to do that naturally unless someone shows them, models it to them or teaches them how to do it. Um, you know, and even open the, opening the door for another man, like it's okay. You're called being a a good human. Um, they don't, you know, they don't know that they're supposed to do that unless you tell them. So, you know, and it goes for any gesture of respect toward women or just other humans. I have lost my, my, my number numbering system here. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Number eight is definitely make friends with other boy moms. It's, it's refreshing to know that your kid is not the only one with a raging attitude because you looked his way. So we are all dealing with these things at different ages and different stages. And you don't have to have a boy mom friends with kids that are your same age. It's actually really nice to have 
moms in your life that have kids that are younger than yours so that you can impart your wisdom on them and having some friends with kids that are older than yours because then they can impart their wisdom on you. Um, If you just kind of keep only hanging out with people that uh, have kids your same age, same age as your kids, you might, you just might not learn as much. Um, It's really nice to have friends on either side. Uh, There's so much care that we can take of each other and each other's kids. Um, It, it has helped me immensely to have um, moms in my life with older and younger kids because um, it's just we we need each other. <laughs> we need each other so bad. Oh my gosh. Hey babes, quick news break. The Crafty Babe Crew membership is opening soon. And this month is magazine launch month. From the 1st through the 7th of this month, you'll be able to jump in and snag the latest issue of Retro Hit Magazine and all the delicious add-ons for just $13 a month. Enrollment opens on the 1st and closes on the 7th, so be sure you're signed up to get all the goods this month. And if you don't join us this month, you'll have another chance next month when there's an exclusive video, an exclusive podcast, and an exclusive printable. And you're always welcome to grab the newest issue of Retro Hip Magazine from the shop without even being a member. Head over to retrohipco.com membership to see the membership options, or retrohipco.com shop to grab the magazine when it drops on the 1st or any past issues. Get in the crew and be a crafty babe. Number nine is uh, keep in mind, he's going to be a man someday and he's going to need skills to not only take care of himself, but other tiny humans. So teaching him how to cook and sew and clean is absolutely necessary. Uh, and he's he's not exempt from knowing these basic skills just because they aren't what someone would consider manly. Um, it's very important for, uh, you know, he's, he's going to be on his own. He's going to need to learn the basics. And it, I'm not saying that you're not teaching your kid like basic things, but um, sometimes these things are overlooked when like mom is the only woman in the house and maybe she's responsible for the cleaning. Um, but getting the boys involved in cleaning up their own toilets, for example, letting, helping them to understand that this is a mess that they made and they need to clean up after themselves just because it's cleaning doesn't mean that they're like, they get a, a, you know, free pass or anything. Uh, you know, we definitely have, domestic chores around the house that the boys have to do. They have to do laundry. They have to um, clean toilet. They have to vacuum. They, they don't just get to like do the yard work or, you know, whatever it is that like the men do. Um, it's, I mean, I, it's totally fine to have um, roles that, you know, are manly roles, whatever you want to say. And I'm not, I'm not here to be like, men need to act more like women. I'm, I'm so not about that. Men need to be men. And there is a difference between men and women and what we are good at and what we need to do. Um, but your, 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 your kid, your son, your male son, your male kid, your male child, (laughs) your son, all of the things, um, they can they can figure out how to how to sew and clean and cook. Like these are things that they 
they can know. Uh, number 10, this one is, I feel like it's really important. Um, don't be afraid for him to have friends that are girls. Um, it really teaches them that girls and women are capable, uh, that they can get dirty, that they're smart and fun to be around without the idea that they have to be anything more than friends. Uh, Marshall's best friend between ages like five and 10 was a girl and they played at school and had, um, we lived down the street from them. So they played at each other's houses and we were friends with her parents and obviously they love each other so much. Um, but we never treated them like they would be future husband and wife, even though we were all secretly wanting it. Um, but that expectation would have been really unnecessary and would have changed their views of each other. And having girlfriends at a young age also really helps them to learn how to be comfortable around girls when they get older. So it's not awkward during puberty. <laughs> just trust me. <laughs> um, I just found it really important for both of my kids um, to have friends that were girls and not have some sort of expectation because I think boys and girls can be friends without it being sexual um, and without you being attracted to the other person. It is not this animalistic thing all of the time when there's a man and a woman in a room. Um, so I feel like setting that up for them when they are really young just gives them um, more comfort that it doesn't have to be a certain way and they can really truly be friends with girls. Number 11, uh, save the lectures. Kids, especially boys, they just don't have the attention span um, and it's not going to stick. So I attach a consequence to the behavior and we move on and don't hold it over his head. Um, but you watch out for, you know, the same behavior and you're able to catch it quicker. Um, number 12, my last tip, and this is kind of a tip for any kid, um, trust, but verify. And we have had to learn how to do this a lot, having a teenager with the freedom of a phone and a car and those kinds of things that come along with the teenage years. Um, we have to trust that they will be where they're supposed to be. And then we just verify that they are or verify how, whatever means that it takes for you to do this verifying, um, you trust, but verify. And while this is definitely, you know, not meant to be just um, a, some sort of parenting uh, episode, uh, I, I do have experience with the male gender raising these little boys into into men. They're going to be men much longer than they're going to be little boys, um, and so. But it is such a it's such a mommy thing to. Um, keep them small as long as we can. Um, but there are definitely things we need to do to uh, incentivize them to be responsible and to grow healthy and into healthy, responsible men. Uh, they're going to have jobs and be part of <laughs> society. And, you know, it's, it's an important thing we're doing, raising all kids. Um, but being a, being a boy mom is something that uh, it's probably the best, most, most heartbreaking thing, uh, I have ever done. And, uh, 
it's good. I love being a boy mom. I am, I really was, um, I thought that Marshall was going to be a girl because my pregnancy was extremely different. Um, but finding out that he was a boy gave me so much relief because I was like, oh, I can do this. I love Star Wars and I can build Lego and I like action figures and exploding movies and I like cars. So we're going to be good. I can do this. (laughs) Turns out, definitely meant to be a boy mom. So for all of my boy moms out there, I am praying for you. (laughs) Uh, So many ups, so many downs, um, but fruitful and so fulfilling. And I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to get all emotional. So I'm just going to stop right here and we will talk next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hey babes. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Ask Andrea. Just a quick reminder, we've got a few things going on, and I'd love if you followed me over on Instagram at, at @retrohipmama. And then if you wouldn't mind going to iTunes and giving this podcast a rating and a review, it would mean so much to me, and I super appreciate you guys being here. 